Welcome to The Buff Show, a show brought to you by Mountain Buff Real Estate. We are dedicated to chasing down the buffs of the world and bringing their expertise right to you. Hey everybody, this is Cade Kerrigan. Uh, Austin, you are here. We're going to talk to you today about renovations, whether it's uh, purchasing a new property and wanting to renovate the property for personal use or investment use, or we're going to talk to you about just if, if you're already living in your property and you just want to renovate some things and update some things in, in your property, some things to kind of watch out for and look out for. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a lot of clients that, like you said, whether they're already in the house, they're planning to renovate, or we look for a lot of new properties for people that have plans to renovate that property. And it sounds all glorious and fun, and you see like the HGTV shows and everything. <laughs> but we've we've done a few renovations ourselves, and so there's there's some things that you might want to think about before you pull the trigger on something like that. Yeah, everybody talks about the sweat equity you can get out of a property if you do a a lot of the work on it yourself. And then it, that is very true, but there's a lot of sweat that goes into it. There's a lot of hard work and a lot of unknowns that can kind of yeah. come along with it. Personally, with our property, when we were doing ours, we actually bought a property that we are going to eventually rent it out. But the property, I guess our biggest mistake getting into it was just kind of underestimating how much work it was going to take to get the property to where we wanted it to. We kind of just purchased it and then jumped in and started tearing stuff out, ripping stuff out. And then that kind of led to more things coming out than we had anticipated from the yeah. beginning. I think one of the big things that we should have done is we should have purchased it closed and then had a full game plan from front to back as to what we wanted to do on on the property as far as demo goes, as far as walls coming out, as far as kitchen update, as far as bathroom update, master update, um, at least level by level, I think is key. I think that that way you can, you can kind of stay away from job creep you can kind of stay away from finishing a portion of a of a property and then realizing you know what we want to do something else or we want to change this or we also want need to demo this out and then that way you're then you're tearing out stuff that you've recently done and you're redoing it again i don't know if austin's had something similar yeah. along those well no i don't think you're alone by any means like probably the first two or three flips that we did that that's kind of how we did it we were like Oh, it looks like there's some sweat equity we could add here, but that's about as far as we thought through it before purchasing it. So most of these tips that we're going to go through today, they are, they can be done long or well before you actually purchase the property and you close on it. And we would advise that you do do that before you purchase on the property. You can save yourself a lot of heartache potentially. So yeah. So as an investor, if if that is your plan, if that's the route you're wanting to take, say it's the Burr method or something like that, and you want to purchase a, purchase a property that needs a little bit of work and you wanting to, to put that work in on that property to increase the value of the property, whether it is to sell it later, whether it's to hold the property, rent the property, whatever that is, I think the biggest thing is you need to run your numbers, mm -hmm. know your budget and really stick to it. As far as a flip, time is key. So mm -hmm. as far as flips go, it's a little different. You got to really understand the market and do a good time timing on that. But also the quicker, the better with a flip. The longer you're holding it, the more money you're Yeah, holding costs it. start adding up. Exactly. And then you run the risk that your market shifts from what you thought it was, 
with what made your numbers work and then it looks different by the time you're actually ready to sell it we can kind of go into that because that happened to me but to that point go into it knowing what your exit is correct and then have a backup exit and have a backup for your backup <laughs> exit but that that can be done from the day you spot that house exactly absolutely and then i think as still on the investor side of things i think just really understand the home have a game plan before you purchase it as to what it is you want to do with the property like he said your exit plans whether that is a buy and hold, a buy and flip, a personal property on on your own that you're going to hang on to, live in for some time, sell it down the road. And then understand the priorities. So understand that if if you have a tight budget or a specific budget, understand Mm -hmm. what needs to be done the most and what will add the most value to your property. Yeah. From personal experience. So, and again, this is just what our numbers have been. You can pretty much update the cosmetics of a house, a single family home for about 20 to 25 grand if you're doing a lot of that work yourself. So we're just talking painting. We're talking maybe some granite countertops. That's where a lot of that expense goes some new light fixtures, plumbing fixtures, and that's about it. We're not talking about adding on a whole nother, you know, ADU or just taking the kitchen out and starting from scratch and doing brand new cabinets. This is just cosmetically, you could get away with about 20 to 25 grand and have it feel like a newer, you know, newer property. Yeah. So I think personally with our property, when we purchased it, got into it, like I said, we just started tearing into it, pulling stuff out. And we kept kind of running into more things that we thought needed to come out and needed to be done, which they do, and they did. They needed to be done. They needed to to be updated. But that's where you start getting into that job creep, where you have a set budget and you're going to get close to that budget pretty quick. Things add up quickly. So if you don't have that game plan from front to back where, hey, we've gone through the property, we've done our inspections on the property, we know this property has mold, it has... Maybe it's meth. It mm-hmm. had it, it was a smokehouse. It was this or that. Yeah. So that way you can kind of set out a schedule as to what needs to be done in priority versus the other way, just jumping into it and kind of running through it and then backstepping. Yeah. Whatever you don't want to be caught with on the sale side, make sure you're looking at that on the buy side, right? So a bowed sewer line might not be a big deal to you because because maybe it's it's been working and maybe it hasn't backed up. But just because it's not a big deal to you doesn't mean that your buyer, when it's time to sell, they might catch you with it and they might ask you for a 15 grand sewer repair. So just think about the end at the start. Yeah. So, and then if, if you are just a homeowner who wants to update something in the house, a kitchen, a bathroom, a bedroom, whatever it is, make two bedrooms into one. First of all, make sure you get permits pulled on both sides, whether you're an investor, whether yeah. you are a current homeowner, make sure your permits are pulled if it's anything somewhat major on the properties being done. That way, when you go to sell the property, like Austin was talking about, you have those permits on hand and you can show proof that there was yeah. an inspection done on the property or whatever it was you did. And then it's all up to code. It's done correctly and it's safe. Yeah. I say especially if you haven't been living there yourself a while, I've noticed on my flips, buyers will be that much more leery 
of a flip property and ask for those permits mm-hmm. versus on properties we've lived in for a couple of years and the buyer knows we've lived there. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, homeowners do updates. Like, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not really worried about it. So, yeah, if it's a flip or a, a pretty quick turnover, that it's that much more reason to pull your permits and do things the yeah, right way. Absolutely. Again, jumping back into our, our experience with our property, we started gutting everything and we jumped in. We Originally, our plan was to just paint the cabinets, kind of update the kitchen kind of as we lived there. Mm-hmm. And we're getting it ready to rent it out. But we got in there and we found out how just how badly those <laughs> kitchen cabinets needed to come out yeah. and how kind of just gross they were and functionality of them were pretty bad. So I think being able to really have that game plan and understanding there is going to be, so set a cost, what you want to stick with, but make sure you have either, you're going to be really, really good at sticking with that right. budget or be have the ability to go a little bit above it. Yeah. Um, just because there's going to be things that come up with my construction experience, as well as just with our person, with my personal experience in doing our property, there's always more. You start diving into stuff and you just uncover all kinds of things that were mm-hmm. either done incorrectly on the original build or the 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 past owner did something that's a little yeah. different. There's always going to be something under that's not being seen that you're going to come across. You'll uncover. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think more times than not, that probably yeah. happens. So when I'm running my numbers before we bought a property, I I do line item by line item, everything that I can think of, get quotes from contractors, that sort of thing. I have my final number and then I add another 10 to 15% because I know, I know something's going to come up that I haven't, you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't thought of, or I don't know yet because we haven't gotten into it. Yeah. And then one other thing, I think if, if you're living in the property, like I said, set your priorities, have a game plan for functionality of, of the house. Mm -hmm. If you're going to update your kitchen, understand that it's going to take some time. And if you're not going to be the one doing it on, on your own, or even if, if you are, it's going to take not, not a week, it'll take some time (laughs) and figure out how it is you're going to function in the home Mm -hmm. during the renovation process, whether that's having a little kickout table somewhere in, in the living room with a microwave plugged in and somewhere else to boil some water or something like that. You know what I mean? So just being able to have a, keeping the home functional will help eliminate a ton of the stress as far as just the renovation process. There's going to, there's going to, it's going to be stressful and it's going to be challenging at, Mm -hmm. at times. But if you can eliminate as much of that stress as possible by just keeping the house functional, you can do the things you need to do on a day-to-day basis will help a ton. Yeah. And not to scare any live-in renovators like we've we've both done it but i've also done flips where we don't live there and like i don't want to sugarcoat it 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 can suck at times like (laughs) live-in renos can suck especially with kids right because they get into all that dust and so just yeah like he said just set yourself up for that expectation that it's going to be a sacrifice for a little while but there are those things like Cade mentioned that you can do to make it a little bit more tolerable and functional. So it's a good yeah, point. Abs- absolutely. I think there's a lot of benefits to renovating properties right now as an agent, the properties that are selling. So the market's picking up. Um, we'll have another m- market update coming up, yeah. coming out this month. But 
the market's picking up. Um, as far as what we're seeing as agents going and showing properties and making offers on properties and some of the properties that we have listed is the properties that are that newer modern look with, yeah. with the neutral tones and For sure. and stuff. I mean, and there's definitely some different quirky type properties that are getting a lot more attention as yeah. well. But the, the properties that are having that newer modern look, that updated feel to the property are getting a lot more attention. I know we just, we had a showing recently with a property in North Ogden and it had new flooring, new carpet, it had new paint, and it was a pr- pretty well-kept home, but like kitchen cabinets were rough, closets, some of the closet doors were missing, they were being covered up with a, a curtain, but the property had multiple offers on it, um, yeah. just because it was, it had that newer, updated feel to it, it was kind of opened, and it kind of helped the property feel bigger than it really was, but we're starting to see less and less properties sitting on the market for mm-hmm. weeks at a time, months at a time, and then dropping costs. Yeah. You'll still see that occasionally. I think it depends. I think it's definitely, the market's definitely property to property as to how it's working. But if you're able to, if you're looking to sell your property in the spring, summer, next year, 10 years down the road, and you have some money you want to do some renovations with, and you just want to, or you just want to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of value that you can add to your property. And then on the listing side, it's going to bring a lot of traffic to your property if you give it the updated fill and it can show well, and then you can get good right. pictures of it. You yeah. Know? I was actually just reviewing those those market update numbers. There's like a hundred and something percent more listings this January. So January, 2023 compared to January, 2022. So if there's a hundred percent, there's double the amount of listings. What's going to happen to those properties that haven't been updated compared to the ones that have? Right. And those renovations you just said, if you hire them out, you know, flooring can be done in a week and painting can be done in a week for five to ten grand for that whole thing, and it feels like a completely new house. Yeah. So if you've you've owned it for a while, chances are you've got more than ten grand of equity sitting there. It would be well worth your money, in my opinion, to, to just go ahead and bite the bullet. Yeah. And then reap the benefit once it sells. Yeah, I think if you can bring the more traffic you can bring to your property, the more competitive it becomes. Yeah. And then, you know, the one easier it will sell, possibly that higher purchase price on the property. Mm-hmm. And the more you as a seller can negotiate on that property yep. as well. Yep. So just a key, just a couple of key takeaways there as far as renovation goes. Did we hit them all? Anything else? So I think that's about it. I guess the yeah. biggest thing is just it needs to it's all situational, whether you're True. gonna be flipper, mm-hmm. whether you are going to hold the property and rent it out, whether you are going to just live there and for longer term and sell down the road, or whether you just live in the property and want to rent and want to renovate it for personal use. But is understanding what the reason is for the renovation. And then having your timelines set up well, understanding your budget and sticking to it, being aware of job creep, you start tearing into stuff, more stuff's going to come up. And so just be aware of those things and then set your priorities to the things that need to be done first and have to be done no matter what. So whether that's taking care of the mold first Mm -hmm. and then painting later. Or whether that's you right because you wouldn't want to do it the other exactly. way around. You don't want to paint <laughs> and then take care of the mold. Yeah, after so yeah, 
Absolutely. I think that would be the biggest things. And then just demoing. When you're demoing, just get the demo done. If possible, I understand if, if you're living in it, you can only demo so much at a time. Yeah. But if if you're not living in the property, just demo everything and then yeah. put it all back together. In fact, if you are living in it, I'd recommend not demoing everything yeah. all together because you want, you need some safe space for the wife, for the kids, if you have them, like a place you can go to feel sane and normal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you said a good point there that I want to go back to. You said, what is the point for the renovation, right? Yeah. Because your renovation for a high-end flip is going to look so much di- more different than your renovation for lower income rental, right? Yeah, like absolutely. that's going to determine what you spend where and how much. So yeah, yeah, don't just renovate just to renovate. Have a have a strategy, a business plan in mind when you're doing that. Yeah. If you have any questions about renovations, maybe help running some numbers or you want some help as might be priorities to set, Yeah, feel free to reach out anytime. We'll, yeah. we'll answer any questions questions you have. Yeah.